Hey everyone, welcome back to Coffee and Croissant with me, Christian Alphonse. Today I have a very special guest with me, uh, my girlfriend, Edith. Hey Boo Boo, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Well, I'm so happy to have you, first of all, and we have so much to talk about. Um, by the way, before even I get started about what we got to talk about, I gotta say sorry for the hiatus. I know I've been gone for the last three or four months. So all my listeners in Germany, sorry, <laughs> I've been really busy trying to build my YouTube page. Uh, so definitely check out my YouTube if everyone's interested. I'm doing really cool stuff there with uh, food reviews and food video and food vlogging. So definitely check out, currently still editing a four hour video that I shot at a local restaurant here called Atelier in which they make 44 courses and it's it's kicking my butt. I think Eddie knows how annoying. Yeah, you've been working hard on it. Uh, but it looks good. It looks good. And I think it's going to be a really good start of this year. That being said, um, I'm going to be st- still focusing on the podcast. And I'm going to be pivoting. I'm going to be pivoting the podcast from a weekly show to more of an investigative show similar to what I do with my blogs, where I kind of write and make a review and discussion. I think that's more interesting to me, and I think this will bring a lot of value to you guys, the listeners. As well, as you guys can hear, there's been a big improvement on the sound quality of this show. Minor moves, but still major steps for me. So let me tell you guys what I've been up to the last few months. So I don't know where to start. I think Eden is going to help me, guide me through this <laughs> journey. But I guess we're going to start in November because I think November was the last you guys heard from me on this podcast. So November was actually my birthday month, especially my birthday week. I went all out and I went to After the Eight to do a show. This is a show I previously said that's taking me forever to edit. But I also went to a spa here called Nordic Spa, and it was actually such a great time. I was so pampered. I was like a newborn baby. <laughs> I was so relaxed. Holy. They took care of me there. <laughs> then uh, I didn't do anything much exciting in November other than that because I was getting ready to go to Puerto Rico <laughs> for a family wedding, <laughs> which didn't even have happening. And this is what... Today's show is going to be focusing about traveling during COVID because I got to tell you, things are a bit chaotic, especially if you're kidding and traveling abroad. So I think Eden will ask a couple of questions off me, mm-hmm. but let me give everybody a bit of story about my journey to Puerto Rico. By the way, I didn't go to Puerto Rico <laughs> due to this Omicron COVID, but I don't know how to start first I guess I'll say that there was a been a back and forth in the family whether or not we should go. Eventually, we all decided to go and we went by plane. And that was around the time where Omicron was just slightly taking over here in Ottawa. But it wasn't that big of a news overseas, especially in the United States. And our first destination was Florida. So we took WestJet. For those who don't know, if you're Canadian and you have to travel, you need very specific stuff. One thing is you might need to you might need if you're vaccinated is your proof of vaccination. You also might need to provide them 
where you're going, where you're staying, and how long you're staying. But I think that's, those are just the basic requirements yeah. for traveling. And you might also need to show them, uh, at the time, it was a rapid antigen. But actually, not thinking about it, it could have been a PCR test. It was probably a PCR. Yeah, it had to be a PCR. Like, because this swab my nose. I swear to God, this swab my nose so much, man. I felt like I was a coke at it. It was crazy. <laughs> They keep swabbing my nose, babe. I was like, what is going on here? Lucky for me, I was negative. But, um, but yeah, like, it was a PCR test. It needed to be negative. And it was so busy. And that was around the time where Christmas was up and running, especially people were trying for the holidays. So, on my way there, the flight got canceled. Actually, it didn't get canceled. It, we we missed the flight because our first. You missed the flight. Yeah, I guess I never told you that story. I huh? didn't realize you missed the flight. I was under the impression that like there was some technical difficulty with the flight. So that's what you told me, Christian. No, no, no. But I didn't lie. That's actually true. So we're catching two flights. Right. Our flight was from Ottawa to Toronto. Right. And from Toronto to Florida, we're flying with WestJet. Okay. What happened was the flight from Ottawa to Toronto, and the plane kept on having issues. Okay. The first something off well something was off with the wing they had to defrost something then they were missing a lot of fuel because we were in the tarmac forever and when we landed in toronto i still thought we had a chance to actually go and make our flight and this is why i I greatly screw up i was flying with my parents my parents you know for people that don't know i think people know they take their time they take forever like any parent (laughs) holy and yeah, and it, and it took a while, and like we were get we were rushing it. Hmm. For people that don't know, like if you're trying to get a connecting flight to the states, you need to go to immigration, and that's what really screwed us up because we had to pick up our bags, hmm. go drop it off at the immigration uh, part of the airport at Toronto Pearson Airport, and from there we had to go through another screening process, and eventually we ended up missing the flight. Okay, so it wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault, but it felt like my fault. <laughs> yeah. It felt like my fault, but it wasn't really my fault out of hand. And WestJet was actually very polite. They gave us some vouchers and gave us a free room. And the following day, we got our flight straight to Tampa. And on Tampa, I got to say, the Americans in Tampa, I don't think they really understand there's a pandemic going on across the world. Because people out there were just loosey and goosey, well, not I wearing would masks. Too. If like I'm living in like the a hot place or I have access to a beach. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Oh man, well it was well, strange. Like, I I get it was strange. But like I'm not surprised. It's Florida. Man, double mask Chris. That's who my friends call me as a nickname. And I was double masking and people thought I was a complete weirdo having two masks on. Like that's gonna do something. And we and we went in Tampa, Florida, and I gotta say the weather was beautiful. It was nice. It was great to to be far away from the cold and the snow of Ottawa, and it was such a blast. And on Tampa, the whole attitude of lifestyle that is completely different. And I know people who are so used to hear about Florida on the news, especially Florida men out and about mm-hmm. doing some weird ass stuff. Mm-hmm. But Florida was the complete opposite of that. People were having a great time. We went to the beach often. 
We even spent some time in Sarasota, and it was such a blast to be. And for a second, I guess like within like my second day there, I completely forgot it was it was COVID. I was like, oh, I'm here having vacation with my family. Well, didn't the numerous PCR tests that you had to take while you were there well, remind you that it was COVID? <laughs> well, I remember that the next day when I had to take my PCR test. Yeah. I took a PS- PCR test every three days, and I was negative every three days. Thank God. And how long were you there for? I was there for, like, about two weeks. So I spent Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. But... And New Year's Day, a bit of New Year's Day. New Year's Day, I came back here to Ottawa, and that was a really easy flight. But some, but the reason why the whole purpose of our trip to Florida was to go to Puerto Rico. That was the dun, dun, dun. main destination. And um, and we got heard word that people in the family were sick, um, where had COVID, but they were having no symptoms. And I feel a bit squeamish about it, so I didn't know if I was comfortable going or not. So did I. Yeah, Adam was like, what are you doing? Yep. <laughs> but I think eventually we made a hard choice of not going, and that was a very tough decision to make because I would have loved to be with family. I haven't seen them for, like, forever, just to be in a grateful and joyous moment with them. And and I missed it due to Omicron, and Omicron was such a pain in the butt. Like, I feel like every time we're almost close with this pandemic, we're almost to the hurdle what is it called? Hurdle immunity? Herd immunity. Herd immunity. Sorry, people. I don't know what English is sometimes. <laughs> um, like, I feel like we're right there. The next thing we know, we get a new boss, Omicron. Now there's a new form of Delta and Omicron. Next time I know, we're going to run out of the alphabet of these new viruses. So, long story short, my trip back to Ottawa was a lot simpler no connection flights, just a direct flight from Tampa to Ottawa. And I had no issues. Only biggest thing I was worried about is taking my PCR test, my last one, and making sure it was actually within the time. Yeah. Because you have to take a PCR test within the 72 hours of your departed flight. And it was the holidays. <laughs> and it's hard to get people to do stuff for you know holidays, especially if people want to spend time with their family during this hard, mm. hard, hard trying time. I don't think I can remember of my last few days there was just me on on the car, getting get went and get my PCR test outside the Orioles training facility in Sarasota. Orioles. Orioles, like a baseball team from the MLB. As in like the cookie. Orioles. O R. I-O-L-E-S. Like a bird, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but those are pretty delicious. I wish I was outside the Orioles factory. <laughs> the foodie I am. And yeah, the direct flight was a lot easier. Um, one thing you need to know when you're getting in, when you're traveling back, you need to have arrive can. They're really pushing it. And I did my arrive can very early. I submitted all my documents. I had made sure I have copies of copies of my negative PCR test. And just in case they asked me in the immigration border, and they didn't ask me any questions. To be quite honest, they didn't tell me to quarantine. They you just see, okay. I'm not surprised by that because I have a friend who did the same thing. Like she had to do arrive can, flew to the states, had to come back to Canada, and like she was expecting um, them to be really like diligent in terms of checking your documents and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was complete opposite. Like she just like went right through. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, <laughs> I was expecting to be like, oh, you got to be quarantined for 14 days. Because just the way the news sounded, was sounded crazy. Especially when I was away, the news about Ottawa felt like it was gangbusters, Omicron, like every single second. It was nuts. Yeah. It was literally nuts. So, like, Eden, like, talk to me about what it was like to be in Ottawa. Because you were there for, like, what, like a week? You went to Montreal and came back? Yeah. Okay, so what happened with me? Um... When you left for your trip, I was going back to Montreal to visit my family. Mm-hmm. I came into contact with someone who had COVID mm-hmm. or tested positive. And then that led me to go and get try to get tested. But as everyone knows, um, wait times and to get an appointment to get a rapid or uh, no, a PCR test is crazy long. So I ended up waiting outside for three hours in the cold to the point where like my sister and my father had to come and bring me extra pairs of socks and like extra gloves and whatnot ended up testing negative but I was very adamant on coming back to Ottawa where I can like isolate and not be around people so I spent a week here didn't really see many people but that's just also my personality um and then you came back and I was very adamant on making sure that you did not have COVID because as much as I love you, um, I don't want that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want that shit? It sounds like the boogeyman, the way the news talking about it, man. Like Omicron, I was very worried about Omicron. I was lie. very concerned. Like, holy, the Omicron. Nothing sounds good with starts to the O. Or the Oreos. That sounds okay. delicious. Okay, so I don't know if people... Okay, this may, I don't know if this is insulting to people who are Mormons, but their, like, leader was, came into contact with someone who had, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, but, like, their foundational story involves an individual that has a very similar name to Om- Omnicron, and I just thought that was very funny. <laughs> and that's just a tidbit that I like to share. <laughs> it's all, it's all good. It's all good, boo-boo, but, like, I gotta say, there's such a contrast between, like, Ottawa and Sarasota, but just a contrast between Canadians and Americans. Like, yeah. Like, I was just so surprised to see how carefree people were over there. Mm-hmm. They're just living with the pandemic. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, honestly. But anyway, I don't know if it's, if that's just the Florida culture. Like, I'm assuming, like, I'm from the... I'm an island boy, <laughs> like they say. Because from the islands, you know, like, you just take life as, as it is and you just go with it. But I had the same similar vibe with Florida. So I don't know if, if people were have that vibe because they're at the beach or they just didn't believe, like, it was a thing. Uh, maybe it was just, it's just like a reflection of their healthcare system, like, to each their own. And ours is more so of, like, like, we have to, like, our government provides us healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just that, that like people are like, well, I don't have the money to take care of myself, so I'm used to this. So I'm just going to de de la di da di da You would think so, but when I did my PCR test, they were all free. They're all free. They were all free. All, all I had to provide them was some form of, um, of identification. Okay. And it was just given Even though me. you're Canadian? Even though I'm Canadian. It's just oh. sending my passport, free. They, they were giving out rapid testing as well, like, like it was candy. Like so interesting. It's just that I think there's an overabundance over there in terms of testing, in terms of quality, and it's quite interesting to see because like 
people are talking about how the governor of Florida, DeSantis, is like doing like a bad job with running the states. And I do, and I do see the points they're saying, but I do understand the other side of people saying that like DeSantis did the right thing, just making it open for everyone. So I, I, I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know where I stand on this whole thing. I think it's, it's just so interesting to see the contrast because here in Ontario, our premier Dougie Ford. Mr. Dougie, like, I don't know, like, every time I see him, he gets paler and paler, by the way. Paler and paler. I think <laughs> he gets redder, no? You think so? I, I, this guy has seen a ghost, and I don't <laughs> know what he's up to now. But just to see, just to hear him talk about what to do with the province, it just seems as though, like, he's just out of, he's out of ends, he's out of wits. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't, people are saying that he's affecting small businesses. Mm-hmm. But, that being said, small businesses will off will will be affected the most throughout the whole this. It's not only the provinces affected by small businesses; like small businesses across Canada are affected by this pandemic. Yeah. So they have no staff. They can't work long hours compared to major businesses. So I do understand people's um, problem with Doug Ford, but man, it's just a different way of living, and. I don't know what else is going on. Like, I guess people are following this whole Quebec. They threw <laughs> up with the no vax tax, which I think has a good ring to it. Yeah. But I don't think it should be done. Like, what do you think? I, I think I think it's nuts. Like, you shouldn't punish people that have concerns or doubts about the vaccine. Even though I do understand. Like, I'm vaccinated. I have my booster shot. But which I, I scheduled. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> Like, uh, I kind of feel sh- a bit shitty after a booster, but not too shitty. But I think that people who are not vaccinated do have rights and they shouldn't be infringed upon about this whole thing. I think that's a perfectly fair statement. But just the f- the idea alone of there being a tax, even like remember in Quebec, how they were going to um, not allow people who are unvaccinated to enter like weed shops um, or SAQs, so liquor stores, it just bumped up vaccination rates. I don't think it's forcing people. I think the people that like signed up to get their first, boot, like their first shot, are just individuals that are maybe on the edge. As opposed, I don't think they're like anti-vaxxers necessarily. I think there were just people who were just like skeptical and they just needed that little push. No, I'm so happy you said that. I don't think they're anti-vaxxers as well. No, because anti-vaxxers are very adamant on being anti-vaxxers and they will do everything to maintain that status as an anti-vaxxer yeah 100 percent. like there were anti-vaxxers were that with a badge of honor yeah but so there's just people of like minorities people who are in the fringe of society they just they just want to like wait and see what happens yeah because they do believe in science they just don't understand how you get all these vaccines they're called vaccine hesitant Ooh, there we go that's what i was looking for i think it's them honestly you think so them and like no i think it's them yeah man i was i remember when i was trying my when I was trying to get my first dose i was like fighting tooth and now trying to find any nuke and cranny i can get a reservation mm. to get my first few doses now i'm like man like i should just maybe chill and see what happened <laughs> Because, like, even Israel came out today, people are getting the fourth dose of vaccine and still getting Omicron. Fun. Fun. So it's, so it's not like it has been more effective or less effective with this new variant. I think every vaccine you get just increases your immunity. Doesn't, like, and, well, increases your immunity, but also enables, like, 
decreases the chances of you actually being hospitalized, mm-hmm. which is, you know, puts less of a strain on our healthcare system, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is already strained. But get vaccinated. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll bet you get vaccinated. Honestly, if I think get vaccinated is a lot better than not getting vaccinated. Yeah. It's a lot better. Like if you do end up getting uh, um, the virus, people said it's like a cold. I haven't got it yet. Thank God. Neither have I. Thank God. Like, oh, someone's looking out for me. I swear to God. Because <laughs> I was, I'm out and about. <laughs> I'm out and about traveling, no issues. And it's looking at me like, you're a crazy one. Well, that's because we have very different views on traveling during COVID. I, I think if you're prudent you should travel during covid in my personal opinion just just live with it there's nothing you can do to get rid of it 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 already exists okay well at the point when you were leaving for your trip and leading up to the trip because technically like you you like you had asked if i wanted to come and i was like no that doesn't make any sense it's going to be peak holiday season meaning there's going to be even more people in like i in like in one space and i don't want to travel that's how all this started um and then I maintained that. <laughs> and then you were like, nah, I'm going to Florida. And I'm like, fine, go to Florida, be cautious. But I'm still I'm still under like up until the point you came back, I was under the I was under the influence of like, okay, I'm not traveling. I'm just gonna stay put until until all of this dies down. Mm-hmm. But now I'm more of like, okay, but like I wanna go on a plane. I yeah. wanna be somewhere sunny. And it'd be nice. But at the same time, like, I don't want to, like, impact my health. <laughs> but, like, and that's fair, Adam, to say because it's been two years. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's been two years. Like, yeah. a lot of people's plans, people's lives have completely drastically changed the different trajectories now because of this whole thing. So, I, I do personally believe if you're someone who has the means to and privilege to... Go ahead and travel. Get get out. But be safe. Be safe. Yeah, to a degree. And also follow travel advisories. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. don't be like the Montreal influencers. The Montreal influencers. Yo, they were having a time at the, at the plane. Yeah. <laughs> they were having a really good time. But at the same time, everyone on that plane was going to the same location it wasn't like they were all strangers yeah so i just didn't understand why there was so i understand like it's a no-no like the rule is that you wear a mask on a plane but at the same time it's not like they were like exposed being exposed to randos they were all they all knew each other yeah a hundred percent and they were all invited to go together i think it was like an influencer trip right most of them were young yeah like and for most of them, it's probably their first time out of the country. Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? I, th- I not, not sorry. No, I first know Quebecers. I, they go to, they like yeah, going you know, to Cancun. The they like going birds. to Cuba. You know, they do it on a regular. Like this isn't something foreign to them. Okay. And also, them, also some of them are like influencers that have been on reality TV shows and whatnot. So like opportunities to travel is just ingrained in that. Okay, Bucky. What I meant to say, they haven't traveled within the last two years. Like I think that's a fair statement. They've been angsty. Well, we can't say they haven't traveled. The likelihood of them traveling. Like, you think within two years they have traveled? Probably. You think so? Wow. People were traveling this summer that's when true. everything was like a little bit. That's true. It was much better. No. That's true. 
People were out and about, and I was out here just looking at the sun. But I think it has more to do. It's like from the perspective of like privilege. Mm-hmm. You're on a private plane, a private chartered plane. Yeah. You're being willy nilly. You don't have a care for the health and safety of the staff on the plane. You know, you're you're like drinking in one knot. It's just not a good look. Mm-hmm. Essentially, mixed with the fact that this happened during COVID. But I gotta say, like, I do agree with you to that point. But like, I don't think they should be penalized for their whole livelihood, like for a lifetime, because of this. Like, well, we're in a we're in a society right now where it's cancel culture is very very high. So uh, it's I, not surprising that they're being canceled. <laughs> people are, have no patience for people anymore. Like you fuck up once, you fuck up for the rest of your life. But you know what? That's a, that's so funny. I think I think that's, that's a Canadian mindset. Just don't fuck up publicly. Oh, baby. <laughs> but you know that that doesn't exist in this, today's days nowadays because everything is recorded and videotaped. True. Like, people love to record themselves and they fail and they post it online. <laughs> yeah. You probably get more clout for like fucking up publicly, like as a result of fucking up publicly and doing something like stupid mm-hmm. then you do doing something good <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay babe I, I i agree with that point i i do agree with that point um but i still don't think they should be penalized for the for the life of your lifetime because you know if i was 18 years old they're not 18 so, so some of them some of them were 18 some of them were 18 so. and 19 some of them were 18 and 19 okay well 18 and 19 and some of them weren't were not actually involved with with the hooligans or the shenanigans that was happening on that plane Mm -hmm. and they got bunched up with all of them and now they're being penalized i think they should get a fine but i don't think they should be penalized for a lifetime for all this thing i also think they should get better pr because (laughs) (laughs) because like their responses are very much like there's like you can just tell it's someone who isn't um capable of like communicating in a way that makes you seem remorseful Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and like it probably isn't intentional but Mm -hmm. it's just because you don't have the like the mechanisms and the means to like frame a response in a way that is like touches on all the points Mm -hmm. Mm because some of the responses that were coming out afterwards by like the organizer by the individual influencers i was just like that doesn't look good (laughs) (laughs) this doesn't help you like you're digging a grave yep (laughs) Anyways, that's just my thoughts. But like, but you said, um, but you just said like they, um, not during this conversation, but before we got started that they got like, they broke the curfew or something? Yeah. Okay. So they were having a lot of trouble finding, I think, um, an airline that would Mm -hmm. like bring them back to Quebec Mm -hmm. because like Air Canada said no, Sunwing said no. So there's like all these memes and whatnot where like... uh, (laughs) truck rental companies in quebec were like offering their services to bring them back across the border with mm-hmm. their trucks mm-hmm. <laughs> i mm-hmm. thought that was really funny um anyways so when they finally found a way to get back but apparently some of them um broke the curfew that was going on in quebec which just recently ended um and were fined on top of the fines that um that they got due to the whole like influencer trip be Man. maskless on the but then the question is did they end up in mexico like did they, they did they, so did they did they continue on 
partying in yeah, London? Yeah, I, th- I think so. When I got canceled the trip, if they're so already the trip canceled, still happened. <laughs> if they get canceled, why cancel the trip? Why when I just commit the full sand and just come but, back? Do you think that video was posted in high after like them partying in one night in oh, Mexico or I, like I, literally? The, oh shit! Yeah, I think it was all drink. Wow. Yeah, because it was a week. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, the headlines were good, man. Like some of these reporters, holy! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, wow! But it was also like picked up like internationally. Yeah. And like I always love those moments where like something that's like that's crazy. And it happens ironically in Canada, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, "What? Mm-hmm. Canada? Mm-hmm. You guys are so nice. So nice. So well behaved. So well behaved. So polite. Yeah, man, love Sorry. The low do they know? Little do they know? They have wackos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they have Florida man in the states. We have Quebec man in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. Um, I I think we should wrap up, babe. I don't know. Uh, but wait, no, don't wrap up yet. Was it worth it? <sighs> like, was was this whole trip worth it? I'll say yes. It was worth it. It was worth it. To be quite honest, I, I don't know if I could spend more time in Canada. Like, I needed to like go somewhere and do a little travel, do a little bit of adventure. I was going nuts in this house and. Luckily for me, I had the privilege and the means to actually go out and do a trip like this. Yeah. So for me, it was worth it. Um, you know, Einstein 2020, I didn't get any COVID. I didn't get any. I wasn't sick. I was able to see family and, and friends I haven't seen for the longest time. So, you know, I think it was 100% worth it. That being said, if you're someone who's very scared and who's humanal compromised, I don't know if that'll be worth it if that's your case. Like, honestly, it's more of like an individual situation about whether or not you're comfortable traveling. I don't think anyone should be pressured to do anything that they don't want to do. I'll say this, though. Like, <laughs> everyone that gets into the airport, especially if you're a Canadian airport, and you and you pass all the gates in the system, they basically, they basically don't have COVID, if you really think about it, because they, they all got tested true but then you're coming into contact well yeah that's a good point like that, it probably is the safest place it's the safest place the plane is the safest place to be in to be quite honest the issue is that when you go to a country that doesn't have any good rules and guidelines to follow yeah that's the issue yeah that's the issue i i, I think they should just open her up i think they should open canada up I think mm. they should open her up. Well, that's what the airlines are saying to remove the travel advisories. Like it makes no sense because, like, like if people should go, people should should just be able to go and about and spread some wings. Um, I'm gonna share with you guys some stuff I actually got uh, from an insider about what may be up and coming in terms of COVID regulations the next few uh, days. So just give me one second here. But before I go, let me quickly plug all the stuff I'm up to. So I still have, so I'm still working really hard on my YouTube channel. That's something I've been trying to grow and build the next few months, actually the next few years. So I really hope that everybody here um, who's actually interested in what I'm up to, to go ahead and subscribe to me on YouTube. Um, my It's my full name, Christian Alphonse. Also, I have an Instagram. I'm 
trying to figure out my content strategy for Instagram is taking me forever. <laughs> <laughs> like now I realize why influencers have a full team or people have a full team because just sticking sticking like you make a you need like a twenty person team to do all this. This is ridiculous. Well, you need to get to a point where you where you can afford a 20 person but i think in lead up to that you're doing a lot of things solo i'm doing a lot of things to the low. and you're working full-time and i'm working full-time and i have a startup <laughs> and you have a startup and you're in a relationship and you have family and you have yourself yeah it's a lot it's a lot but yeah but oh wow like this is the first time i actually talked told to the crowd i actually have a startup i'll actually talk to you guys about a startup later in this season this is still season one by the way i'm not gonna move to season two I'm, I think this show needs to have, like, at least 10 episodes <laughs> <laughs> at the very least for me to do season two. Yeah. But uh, I'll talk to you guys about my startup stuff. And I'm actually in the travel and tech space. Met some very cool and interesting founders in that space as well. And hopefully I'll be able to try to get them on so we can talk about the world of business of traveling. I think that'll be a very cool insight. But now what I, what I wanted, I finally found what I was looking for. And let me read to you guys about some important travel restrictions for those who are traveling to Canada. So for foreign nationals, students over the age of 18 and the visitors, they need to be fully vaccinated after January 15th. There are very few ex- exceptions to this rule, such as ag- agricultural and food processing workers, marine crew workers, and those who are on compassionate grounds new per- permanent residents and resetting refugees re- refugees, and some children under the age of 18. So there's also another change that's going to happen as well. Um, the foreign nationals will be required to be fully vaccinated after February 28th in order to board a flight or train to leave Canada. Hmm. That's a bit insane. To leave the country, you need to be fully vaccinated. And to enter the country, you need to be fully vaccinated. Yeah. Like, Canada's not playing around. No. Like, there's no joke here. Well, if any, if everyone wants this to end, do what you got to do. I, I really want to know what Trudeau's going to do about this vaccine tax thing that's going to happen. I actually really want to know. Because, like, Trudeau hasn't said a word. No, he said that, like, like he understands it. It's important to get people incentive to get booster shot boost uh, to get uh, their vaccine but that like he looks forward to hearing some more some more information on like how this is going to be rolled out and i think francois lingot the premier of quebec recently did an interview um and he kind of elaborated on what it means but i didn't have a chance to look at it i, I need to look at it i need to know what francois has to say about that, what his strategy is because it, it did boost up people percent. Reserva- it did boost it up so something must be going on maybe no, I'm not gonna tell Dougie to do it. Dougie would be like a beer for every vaccine shot. <laughs> That's Dougie. <laughs> he would. I don't think he would do it. I don't, and I also don't think it would be um, smart from a public health perspective. What a, a beer a shot? Well, like if they were to do the tax, okay, maybe that would make sense. But like if they were to do like close LCBOs and close all the weed shops, I think that would be very. That wouldn't be safe for some people who are dependent, at least on alcohol. Hey. Because where else would they would they get it from? Well, they can only get it if they're fully vaccinated. So. True, but if we're thinking about like demographics in terms of access to like mm-hmm. getting vaccinated, let's say if you are precariously housed or something mm-hmm. like that, or like you don't trust the system or something like that, 
like to to then remove that source of like dependency that could just make someone spiral a bit but anyways i digress <laughs> okay 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 well add in with the logic meanwhile christian's like let's go yeah <laughs> <laughs> and there are a few more remaining items. So COVID-19 testing. So all travelers over the age of five must show an accepted negative COVID-19 molecular test taking within 72 hours of your f- departure of your final flight to Canada or your entry to Canada of a pr- or a proof. Of ne- okay. This one is a little bit. I think everybody's already doing that. And this is something I was very surprised to is the quarantine thing. So if you're unvaccinated and you're allowed to enter Canada, you'll be required to quarantine for 14 days. If you're fully vaccinated, you may be required to do a random COVID-19 test upon entry until they receive, and once you're, um, until they receive the negative test. Yeah, you have to quarantine. You have to quarantine. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's already something that already exists. And we all got a download ArriveCan app, which is actually a good app. I'm not gonna, I don't even know an app. It's actually a good app. It's not the dumbest thing of an app of a government could ever make. It's actually very smart, uh, very straightforward, and very straight to the point. But those are the few informations that I got rec- that I received, and those were changes that were made yesterday. Today's date actually is January eighteenth. Um, I don't know, babe. I, I I think I think we can wrap it up now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you for everyone to be back uh, listening to Coffee Croissant with me. Uh, I really appreciate for those who've listened. Um, big changes happening to this whole content stuff. Um, hopefully, you guys will like it. Uh, you guys can find me online. Uh, my Instagram is Alphris, A L P H C H R I S. I have a blog site called ChristianAlphonse.com. Blog site, by the way, doesn't look active. Please believe me, I'm working behind the scenes to making it a better blog site with more of all my stuff that I've been up to. Patience. Patience. Well, patience to me because I'm like scrabbling my head. It, there's not a lot of time that they do all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then also my YouTube channel, Christian Alphonse. You can find me eating delicious treats and me reviewing about it as well there. That's cute. Uh, it is cute. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything you want to let, pe- let people know? Don't people to contact you? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> don't but contact her, people. Don't contact me. Don't contact her. Don't annoy her. <laughs> I really appreciate that you, that you joined us with me, by the way. My thank pleasure. You, thank you for being my guest. Anyways, people, take care. We are out.